hi everyone, it's me, John, your favorite resident badge holder. So, we don't have a regular episode this week, and the reason is, is we could have done one, but it would have been very bad, because Jeremy and I are a little low on time. So instead, we've prepared what I am hesitant to refer to as a highlight reel for you guys. Um, so, I hope you like it. If you don't, well, <coughs> then you make me cough. And we'll have a regular episode next week, so I love you. Alright, so my question was from Charlie M., who I can only assume is Charlie Murphy. Thanks for listening, Charlie. Um, Down the grave. Charlie asked, who is the biggest simp in cartoon history? And this took a little bit of research, not going to lie. Um, but before we get into it, I'm going to define what a simp is. Okay. This is, okay, this is uh, definition number six on Urban Dictionary. <laughs> Wait, no, why'd you have to go down so low? Because I didn't like the first one. Okay. It, it, it didn't explain it enough, but this okay. one goes into excruciating detail. Okay. All right, simp. A simp is like a starving lion. <laughs> let me finish, let me finish, let me finish, let me finish. <laughs> It's a whole paragraph. You're gonna have to. Starving fucking lion. I can't. Okay. All right. Oh, okay. Okay. Sorry. All right. A simp is like a starving lion, decrepit and weak. Decrepit. But as soon as it sees meat or the possibilities sorry, of female back. companionship, oh, no. he exerts all of his energy <laughs> in order to grab the prey. Firmly grasp. The lion will often fail because of how weak he has become from lack of food. <laughs> it's the same for the simp. <laughs> His lack of confidence or social awareness makes him too weak to grab any prey. That's so that should that should explain what a simp is. That, that's Holy fair. Shit. No, no. <laughs> no, not. Everyone to know that had nothing to do with the question. Jeremy just decided oh, to yeah, take I'm us to down that. No, I, no, I just, I just had to because we talked about feet, and whenever we talk about feet, we got to talk about Dan Schneider. But we, okay, no, we don't have to talk I about Dan Schneider. To. I have a contractual obligation. We could have Dan Schneider fetish. Uh, D- Jeremy has a Dan Schneider fetish. Uh, even by extension, that's not okay. <laughs> um, and we, yeah, we could have talked about Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> <laughs> we, we... You mean the Dan Schneider of cinema? <laughs> Oh god! I was gonna say like the Australian Dan Snyder, but <laughs> is he Australian? Where is he in New Zealand? I don't know. Man. Where is he from? Hey, we don't look things up on the show. Yeah. No, we did. What? That's no. the premise. <laughs> nah, not on the show though. But sir, you idiot! <laughs> Where what, Quentin Tarantino? How, where's Quentin Tarantino? Was from? born in Knoxville, Tennessee. What? Oh, what wow. the fuck are you? Talking are you kidding? About? He has an accent. <laughs> From it's, where? Yeah, his Tennessee accent. His father is of Italian descent. His mother has Irish ancestry. Huh. I'm upset. <laughs> I wow. thought I knew. Fooled you. Wow, that's disappointing. Um, <laughs> Knoxville, Tennessee. This is American guy. <laughs> wow, and then he lived in L.A. To be fair, Tennessee has a a, a large range of dialects. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It's mountain. Anyways. <laughs> Basir, did he close his case? I think he closed the case. Hell yeah. Well done. Okay, and so we're never doing the close the yeah. case thing ever again. <laughs> Until Miss Mercy from Overwatch.
think, progress. I think too, like, and this is where it ties back into Jasmine's overarching theme is mm-hmm. like simping does very much feel like the internet version of this because it it could be parasocial. Right. You can right. simp over someone who doesn't know you exist yeah. now. Exactly. That's why in like a lot of people like follow Belle Delphine and other e girls. Well, I've always heard Belle Delphine kind of invented the simps. I, 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 yeah, in a way, like, woke into them. she was the catalyst. She was the way to bring it into the mainstream yeah. in a sense where, I mean, she at first she was here, she was just doing her own thing on Insta, then she was gone, <laughs> and everyone that followed her was like, me, she left, me, a, me, she left a power vacuum. A very strong yeah. Yeah. It, power it, it was like, like earlier I said, it's like in Afghanistan. Yeah, <laughs> you do. <laughs> Mom's over, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to react to it the same way I did earlier in the afternoon, which is when Jeremy said that. And I was like, well, I don't think that's maybe the best no. like, example. I don't From maybe... a Western imperialist perspective. And no. I'm going to say this again, maybe not for our comedy podcast. <laughs> and I feel like I have to say that a lot nowadays. I'm so, whenever somebody says power vacuum, I immediately go, yeah, that's yeah, like Afghanistan. Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry. <laughs> Have y'all ever been in a car crash? No, actually. I'm a very defensive driver. I have, but I don't feel like either of my crashes really count because they were so low um, velocity. (laughs) They were so, they were like one car. Yeah, one car literally, (laughs) oh my God, it was horrifying. It was flying at us, um, but it hit one of those mediums and, and then hit some trees and some shrubbery on the way. So by the time it got to us, it had flipped. Like it was a bad accident. Oh, you meant it flowed, it It, flied. It it... really flew at us. Yeah. Yeah. And then by the time it got to us, though, the roof of the car just went and tapped, tapped to the side of our car. So it was a bad accident. That's cool. But our, but yeah. our damage in it was like non-existent. But did you look away? Now, as Jer- yes. <laughs> well, now, as Jeremy said, Sam, that was a cool that was a cool mortal injury for the other driver. Oh, oh, damn. Jeremy's into that. Hey, well, hey. So are a lot of people, actually. Well, no. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. There's a list of appropriate words to respond, and there's a list of inappropriate words. Inappropriate phrases to car crashes are things like, oh, damn, I hope they're okay, geez, right? right? Yeah. Inappropriate phrases include things such as cool. (laughs) (laughs) For for Sam. (laughs) Well, I mean, yeah. Okay, a better word for that is like, oh, I'm glad y'all were okay. We were. I mean, I said it was low impact. Yeah, like, yeah it was low impact. <laughs> imagine if you for were her. Like, but imagine <laughs> if you. Um, would... The woman driving the car was also okay. Okay. Well, thank God. That's that's good to know. Yeah. I've no. actually never been in a car crash. I feel like I should have been. What? What? I've just made some stupid decisions on the road. This is true. And there was no repercussions, and I was like, I'm never gonna learn. Okay, God. <laughs> Jeremy, do you like vanilla? Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Do you like strawberry? Oh, I love strawberry. Do you like raspberry? Uh, that's okay. Do you like candy? I do like candy. Do you like ice cream? I do. Do you like yogurt? You're just naming things I like at this yeah. point. Yeah, you dumb bitch. You're eating beaver ass. Ex- <gasps> you stupid dumb bitch. You stupid dumb idiot. You're eating a beaver's ass, Jeremy. You're going down on that beaver. We're harvesting beaver ass? Not specifically. Oh, beaver butts secrete a goo called 
castorium. It is a chemical uh, compound that, let me finish, <laughs> that mostly comes from a beaver's gastro sacs, which are located between the pelvis and on the base of the tail. It's beaver dookie. Because, hold on. Because it's not dookie. It's not. It just comes from the same place. It's like a cloaca situation. Because of its close proximity to the anal glands, it is often a combination of castor, castor gland secretions, anal gland secretions, and urine. Now, it has a musky vanilla scent. It enhances flavors such as vanilla, strawberry, and raspberry found in products such as iced tea, put your hand down, ice cream, gelatin, candy, fruit-flavored drinks, and yogurt. We've moved on from bromine, right? This is different. Yes, this is this completely is different. different. Okay, completely just different. making sure. And I have bad news. Almost any dessert you've had where you said, yummy, it, this was in it probably. Beaver ass? Technically a, a, beaver a, a, a ass a, goo. Yes, technically a molasses type substance that does come out of the beaver anus. Yummy. Now the the article I read about this on National Geographic, the the, the lady, the doctor lady, I don't remember her name, but she was fucking nasty because she was like, yeah, sometimes I just like smell their butt because it smells like <laughs> vanilla. And I was like, wow, it's weird because I feel like now I've met you, I feel like I know who you are as a human. So how did they go about harvesting it? You so <laughs> so I don't think I listed that in my references, but there's a you can milk them where you you, you, you basically squeeze the beaver. You like you like put pressure on it to like massage it. Which if we're taking beaver, the euphemism here, this is also pretty good advice. <laughs> And you like you like massage it and kind of squeeze it to like and and, and, and it gets it out. It. I hate this. I hate this. I'm gonna stop eating. We talk. We've talked a lot about frontline workers. Where's some recognition from the beaver ass milkers? Oh no! Who made sure, Jeremy? You've never gone to a grocery store and not been able to have bought vanilla ice cream. That's because these brave souls who saw a beaver's ass and thought, "I can get something out of that." Let's milk that beaver. I can ass. milk that beaver ass. Um, <laughs> I'm talking about Paul the Octopus. Who's Paul? Paul the Octopus. Paul. Uh, his keepers at the Sea Life Center in Oberhausen, Germany, mainly tasked him with predicting the outcomes of international matches in which the Germany national football team was playing. Paul correctly chose the winning team in four of Germany's six Euro 2008 matches in all seven of their matches in the 2010 World Cup, including oh. Germany's third-place playoff win over Uruguay on the 10th of July. He also correctly chose Spain as the winner of the 2010 FIFA World Cup final. Uh, Paul amassed an overall record of 12 correct predictions out of 14 and a success rate of approximately 85.7%. What happened to Paul after that? Uh, unfortunately, he died in October he, of 2010. He strained himself oh, too hard. He yeah, did. that's a lot of marine sales, man. I, we miss Paul. Dude. I mean, he was at 85% on a 50-50 choice for how long? I'm going to go ahead and say... I don't think he died of natural causes. <laughs> I don't think so either, John. It was an inside job. I do think it sounds like he was basically upending the soccer betting football yeah. field. Sure. Perhaps somebody from the Maradonian church. Uh, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Right? They were like, you're costing us millions. Right. I. That's 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 something. Yeah. I, mean, I think you're right. We should look into that. FIFA should. don't play. FIFA don't play. FIFA don't play. 
N- neither do the Maradonians. <laughs> um, during divinations, Paul's... <laughs> that sucks, dude. <laughs> Quote, during divinations, Paul's keeper w- keepers would present him with two boxes containing food. The boxes were identical, except that they were decorated with the different team flags of the competitors in an upcoming football match. Whichever box Paul ate from first was considered his prediction for which team would win the match. Uh, keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Continue. <laughs> That's it. He did. That was his career as an doctor. Wow. Oh, oh, okay. That's pretty good. Okay. Uh, yeah. But Just the one they they only use that for for the football stuff. I, not international I mean, conflict. That's the only important thing. Quick, quick, <laughs> Paul. We put in front of you this box representing option A for peace in Jerusalem, <laughs> and in this box, option B. Okay, down now. Option no A, peace. Option, no. option A is the two-state method. I was gonna say, and option B is the one-state method. Oh no, Paul. What is it? And then he went out the reach, and then he died. And they're like. <gasps> <laughs> And they were like, ah, oh, fuck, I guess we really should have started somewhere around here. Do you think? Instead of blowing all this stuff. The, fuck, man. The weight of that decision of finally getting <laughs> oh, peace in no. the Middle East. Oh, no. <laughs> he couldn't take it. It's like seeing the existential truth of life and no longer being able to function afterwards. It is a grim omen that you give your psychic, oc- a psychic octopus. It's like, how can we... We have a very complex geopolitical uh, conflict here. Could could you give me your future psychic advice on it? Like, yeah, sure. And then their head just fucking explodes. (laughs) That's a bad sign. That's That's a a very bad omen. So, and this is a question that I Googled, and Jeremy made fun of me for this. (laughs) But it was very telling. (laughs) I I went on Google, and Jeremy had just complimented me on something, and then I Googled, what is milk? (laughs) And then he made fun of me. Um, (laughs) But it, no, it's a, okay, here's the thing. It's contested, right? Now, Wikipedia had a great, you know, they have pictures to show things. They have a great picture of a glass of milk on a blue background, and it has a caption, a glass of milk. (laughs) And that's fucking terrible. (laughs) Um, so the, the way Wikipedia has it defined, was, I would imagine is a very scientific way. It is a nutrient rich liquid food produced by the mammary, mammary glands of mammals. So it's, it's titty juice, right? Titty juice. Titty Just juice. in general. Now, there's been a dispute. Uh-oh. As you, as we all know, there's many different types of milk, some of which are plant-based, right? <laughs> and some of which are non-titty based. Exactly. Uh-oh. So, uh, yeah, exactly. Right. Um, almond, soy, um, but you can't drink that one because it'll, like, make you a girl or something. Um, <laughs> coconut. Uh, coconut, exactly. So you have a lot of stuff like that. So it has been disputed. Um, dairy farmers don't like this. Dairy farmers in America think, and I don't know what your region's <laughs> milk culture war is. <laughs> I know ours is about dairy versus non-dairy. Do but they have the, milk gangs? The milk gang. <laughs> Welcome to the 2021 annual milk gang. Yeah. Um, in... Dairy farmers here, uh, they don't like this. Oh. So there, there's a group called the Edge Dairy 
farmer cooperative. Excuse me, edge, edge. dairy. <laughs> I, yes, I, it does sound like a domestic terrorist <laughs> They're edgy. <laughs> um, and in 2018, they had a, a member, a, the then president, uh, Brody Stapel. Brody. Uh, that it, sounds like a milk connoisseur. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be a connoisseur of milk your name better be fucking brody it has to be brody um but he, he this was in green bay wisconsin and he said this gets heated really quick <laughs> i mean y'all they're like okay they're like mad about it like we talk about this it's like oh yeah the different milks yeah. oh yeah i guess you know that's not technically a milk brody's fucking mad <laughs> about the morals of this he said, and I quote, those beverages should be able to stand on their own and not piggyback on cow milk for the sake of the name. <laughs> Good lord. I raised these cows. They made it. Sounds <laughs> like this man, like, spat angrily at the end of that <laughs> that statement. I can't <laughs> believe they're piggybacking on the milk name. <laughs> Just... <laughs> yeah, you know that dude's chewing. Now, now what's great about this... <laughs> And they were like, I'm worried that the public will take our cooperative seriously. So let me, Jamie, get up there. So, and then Jamie was like, I'll, I'll tell him what. So Jamie Mara, as a spokesperson, saying cooperative said, we're asking the FDA to enforce the laws on the books and call milk, milk. It comes from an almond. It should be called nut juice. Oh, God. <laughs> No, no, the societal damage would not be reconcilable. Did you say nut juice? <laughs> you already got soy boy. My name is Jamie Mara. I speak. I am here on behalf of the Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Almond milk is nut juice. <laughs> I'm not saying I disagree. Nothing more, nothing less. I'm just mm. saying that there could be a better way. <laughs> What does the nut community have to say? <laughs> so, well, that's the actual thing. I'm sure the drummer boy, like in the Revolutionary War and like Civil War and shit like that, is actually one of the more dangerous jobs. Oh, I mean, are you, you kidding? You have no weapon. Hey, you don't have a weapon. You're just out there to drum. Man without gun. <laughs> Get him. In enemy colors. Yeah. And I don't understand like that warfare at all i know it's like a lot to do with honor but they literally just line up yeah, yeah. and shoot each other well, you, you kind of had to right because otherwise you weren't gonna hit nothing I mean, fuck that no. <laughs> it, it, one dude could could have revolutionized and just been like spread out right i mean well we we're, we're starting to see like with with this in life and everything literally everybody's been thinking about the same stuff in their own bubble yeah right if just one dude could have played the sea shanties but hey um what if we made this louder or Ooh. what if we did something else? Oh. Or what if we don't just have to send little Tommy to die playing the drums <laughs> in the fucking Revolutionary War? Like, that's a wasted body. Yeah. No, no, I like the the music child. I, look, I, I think it's a decent idea, but, like, who came up with it? Because that's old war shit right there. They so, would have some dude drumming in the war. The first drummer boy was either someone's nephew. <laughs> 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 or, or they were specifically no one's nephew, and that was the point. It was like it was he like was an a orphan. bastard child. It was oh, an orphan geez. they had to get rid of. It's like either nepotism or fuck this kid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I mean, that makes sense. It's like, all right, so we, we need somebody. Yeah. Like, I, okay, I think, like, just imagine a military strategist. He's like, all right, so 
I think one thing that will help our troops is that we need to have drums. <laughs> well, you think of the idea if they were like, it's like we need a distraction. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, I got a, I got a little boy with drums. <laughs> uh, he just, he just drums all day. He, it will make him real proud. Like, <laughs> bring him out and say, "Yeah, the kid's got an irritating look." Send him out. <laughs> you all right? Yeah, you are. Um, but that being said, I'd like to submit my own version of the Wellerman huh? as evidence. Okay. Uh, general, okay. is it pragmatic? It is pragmatic. Okay. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna play it for you guys. <laughs> okay, I really doubt that. There once was a ship that put to sea, and the name of the ship was a Billy O.T. The winds blew hard, her bow dipped down. Blow me, bully boys, blow. <laughs> Soon may the Wellerman come to bring us sugar and tea and rum. One day so when the tugging is done, we'll take our leave and go. Yeah. His name is John, his last name Thornton. Oh, you always thought Holy that shit. he's oh. important. Yeah. I was like, wait, I was like... He's half white because he's foreign, but I'm not so sure. <laughs> Soon may the Willowman come to bring us sugar and tea and rum. One day when the tugging is done, we'll take our leave and go. A badge and a gun are what I see. Thornton's eyes were filled with greed. <laughs> if he happens to succeed, my soul he will forlow. <laughs> Soon may the Wellerman come to bring us sugar and tea and rum. One day when the tonguing is done, we'll take our leave and go. Soon may the Wellerman come to bring us sugar and tea and rum. One day when the tonguing is done, we'll take our leave and go. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's solid. Ten out of ten. <laughs> Jeremy, 10 that's 10. very good. Thank you. Especially I worked, the ending. I worked very. The hard ending on was it. very solid because that's, that's how they all. That end. took me two nights. Wow. <laughs> I was sitting in my room, my headphones on. I'm pretty sure both Dason and Kevin could hear me through my door. <laughs> wow, Jeremy, I'm, I'm very yeah, impressed. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. But that's, yeah, that's very funny. <laughs> shanties are very fun to sing yeah. yeah well that's like the point right yeah. all right i mean it goes from you like stuffing a fucking cannonball to singing that you know what i'm saying like <laughs> it's kind of it makes the work yeah. day go a little sure. faster <laughs> what's wrong bill <sighs> i'm sad that jeremy was drowned to death oh what? well why don't we sing a song about remembering our dead friends who drowned oh bones see yes Perfect. yeah that's how you take <laughs> your mind off some like ninth inning bs and just be like oh well technically it's your birthday because that's a holiday according to this See, source i was gonna say birthdays but i was like no that's bullshit yeah 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 i, I have a, a, a at least somewhat functioning yeah. bullshit meter so. i mean I, w- I wouldn't say like like yeah. pull off ass one but so like... <laughs> so what we're getting at okay so shelby so i'm gonna get i'm gonna cut yeah, to yeah. The, i'm gonna cut to the skinny of it okay so that means you gotta stay off this dude until at least christmas because otherwise you're just gonna be the saddest and then after that i'm thinking new year's New Year Ooh, to pull that pull that plug they're, pull off them they're in love they, they are yeah they're, they're pull they're the ring they're in love you know mm-hmm. i'm just so oh, sorry for trying to derive subtext, <laughs> subtext. <laughs> yeah, this might she doesn't know this might help her right now she might be like Ugh. and then a year from now i was like my man john <laughs> that's that's <laughs> disgusting the, with, <laughs> with the prediction no no they're gonna be happy for uh 
ever. I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> That's an unreasonable goal. <laughs> Shelby, try to be happy for a while. <laughs> not not because of them. Not it's, it has nothing to do with relationships. Yeah. Just, just try to be happy for as long as you can. But for, forever is unrealistic <laughs> to experience positive emotion <laughs> about anything. <laughs> These sound like John's like origin story for being a supervillain. Yeah. yeah. Take it from someone who's usually not happy for more than 10 minutes. I mean, his hair is up. <laughs> I'm imagining like it's like post-apocalyptic desert. You're a kid and John, the old man in a cloak and a hood, finds you. Yeah. And, and you're the kid. You're like, please help, sir. You can come with me, but you're not allowed to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> no happiness around me, kid. And through the rest of the movie, the kid teaches them how to smile. <laughs> this... That chance that a child will teach me how to love. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna, gonna be say, honest. Like the twist in the end is a kid like dies some horrific death, and John like smirks, and then immediately the no! credits roll. <laughs> like, that's the most. No! It's supposed to be John that makes the sacrifice. Nope. <laughs> For the Look child. At in the post-apocalypse. Manny's man. <laughs> I survived apocalypse just to sacrifice myself. Absolutely I, yeah, not. I, I, I don't think in a world where water scarcity is my primary concern, I'm going to suddenly fall. I'm going to be like, oh, children. I can't wait for him to make this decision in the next decade. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I appreciate the optimism. I do. Oh, God. I spit on my tree. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> now, here is the next thing I moved on to because I was curious. I was like, all right, how many motherfuckers falling into the lava and then coming out? Has somebody done it? <laughs> Lift to tell the Wait, tail. Wait, Somebody done touched the lava and come back out. Oh. Right? That's, that's so. Now, I read about some people who sometimes when the lava would be cooler, like it's in the water, it's only like a thousand degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, right? no, 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 only a thousand. It doesn't, but it doesn't straight up murk you <laughs> <laughs> on contact, <laughs> it just maims you. But there was one specific person that I was thinking of that came to my mind, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know if y'all noticed this, but I was dropping hints the whole fucking time. <gasps> Go ahead and draw the red the red string across the boards, motherfucker. It I, all makes sense now. I gave hints. Would, <gasps> would you like to hear them? Yeah. And this gets into my last part of the question of how can you avoid this, Monica? I'm going to keep you safe, okay? River of lava, right? Yeah. Your clothes will catch on fire if you get too close. Be naked. Obi-Wan Kenobi, 66 pounds of food. Oh That's right. God. We're talking about Anakin Skywalker. AKA. I'm out. <laughs> fucking zagged on him. Fucking got him good. Oh, That's right. Shit. That's right. I don't even like Star Wars like that. <laughs> this was all some bullshit to talk about episode three, Revenge of the Sith. I love it. I love it. <laughs> here's the badge. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? Now, Anakin. Yeah. At this point, Darth Vader. Right, right, right. Disarmed, literally, by Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> he had the high ground. And then he catches on fire from what? Huh? Lava River. Yes, sir. Right? How did he get here? All right? That's how, a loaded question. How did he get there? Uh, ass. Pal Palpatine? A love of coochie. Ass. Yes, That's sir. how he got there. Monica, if you don't want to fall in the lava... The answer is abstinence. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> and that is my yes, final no. advice yes. to you. Yes, yes, yes. Take the bed. You, <laughs> you heard Take it here. You heard it here, motherfuckers. I'm dead. Save it, and you ain't gonna die in lava. Uh, uh.
I, 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 I'm I, adding an applause. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Thank you. Thank you. I'm I know. I know. Perplexed. My, my, most, my most Oscar-worthy yes. performance. Yes. <laughs> I, I am shook. I didn't even see it coming. That's the worst part. Like, <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Got him. I can't even argue with that. <laughs> I told Jeremy I was going to zag on him earlier. He did, and I was just like, oh, man, whatever, I'm trying to finish my, my research. <laughs> <laughs> the opportunity presented itself when I was like, it's like a 66-pound bag of trash. That's specific, and... <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. So I saw a meme, it's a picture of Jesus. Somehow the cross has fallen. Okay. And he is on the ground and he's reaching up. Oh, is he on his phone? No, on no, Facebook? he's no, he's reaching up for help. He's okay. crawling. Yeah. And it says, Would you help Jesus? Share and like if you'd help Jesus. And here's my problem with it. And I want to hear y'all's thoughts on it. It <laughs> if a person was nailed to a cross and the cross fell down and they reached up to me. I'd probably just help them. They don't have to be the son of God. <laughs> For me to go, let me help you up. In fact, I would argue there's maybe no one on mm. the planet that I would see that happen to, mm. and I would go, nah, you got it. Okay, counter question. Elf. Okay. If you knew he was- I wouldn't a- help Elf. <laughs> if, if you knew he was about to die for your sins. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? That's such a loaded question. No, no, Jeremy, Jeremy's on to something. No, if, something. if you knew he was about to die for your sins, okay. would you sit there and watch? Or would you help okay, him? Okay, okay, now Jeremy does Woo! have a good point here. <laughs> Jesus, wow, he's recontextualized the whole thing. Jesus. He might reach up to me and I'd be like, listen. The guy told me you good. Yeah, I want to, but I'm told, and this is going to sound really harsh, but that this is part of the plan. You gotta, call. you gotta call from upper management. He said, just let it ride. I, I wish I It sounds like a work thing. Like, I wish yeah. I could help you, but I want to help you. It's 5.30. I can't make that call. I already got 30 minutes over my five. So. But I've been told this is supposed to happen to you, and it sucks that it fell. I don't know why that's part of it. I, 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 I could prop it back up. Put it back up. I, but if I help you up, they're just going to put you back on the cross, man. And me too. Man, they're going to put me up there too. We can't both die for my sins. And my, yeah. I mean, like, and what happens if I die before you? Then I'm going to hell. Yeah, my sins what? stick. Oh, wow. My sins would stick. Yeah, just, just based off of that. Yeah, just based on that, what I think are the mechanics. And I'm be honest with you. I have a loose concept of Bro, what's going on. I'm going to just wait till you respawn so I can Three help days later. you. Yeah, it's just... yeah and, I, and I'm trying to get into character here. I can't read. <laughs> yeah, this is this isn't uh, Jerusalem. <laughs> yeah, I, and so like it's a stone book. I don't even to me, rich people are the only ones with shoes. So like, I, I don't. Jesus Christ! Yeah, people were that poor. Yeah, so like this is not this is way out of my wheelhouse. So what I'm saying is, oh good, the Romans are here. <laughs> They're gonna take care of it. Um. All right. Excellent. So, <laughs> welcome to Boys on the Case. Welcome to Boys on the this Case. This is an investigated comedy As podcast. You could probably. Already- Boy, wasn't that episode good and or bad? Who knows? I guess it depends on personal taste. Um, before we go, I want to remind everyone that if you have a question for us that you would like to hear answered, uh, you can send that to us at boysonthecase at gmail.com. Alternatively, you can also send us an audio message via our um, 
Oh, fuck. Jeremy always does this part. What is it called? Anchor. Um, you can do it on our Anchor, and that part is in the description below. Um, I don't think we had it on this episode, but I also want to once again thank Jason Faust for our lovely intro. Um, thank you, Jason. You're very handsome. Um, and if you hear this, please kiss me. All right. Bye. Bye.